the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. President Trump will have a new chief of staff before the year is out with the impending resignation of the current chief. When John Kelly took the job as chief of staff a year and a half ago, President Trump made this prediction. General Kelly will go down in terms of the position of chief of staff one of the great ever. He had early success, uh, credited with imposing order on a chaotic West Wing after his arrival in June 2017. But Kelly's iron fist alienated some longtime Trump allies, and he grew increasingly isolated. As for the president, however, he still describes Kelly this way. He's a great guy. No official word yet on a successor, but Vice President Mike Pence's chief of staff, Nick Ayers, is reportedly Trump's top choice to replace Kelly. Ben Thomas, Washington. Big storms spread across parts of the South. North Carolina and Virginia could be in trouble. This is SRN News. When will you take the time to think of and shop for her perfect gift? Go to Wixen Jewelers. This is the season when the highly trained Wixen staff really shines. They don't earn a commission, so they can focus all their attention on you. You'll be shocked at how easy they make it and amazed at their unmatched selection of diamonds and fine watches. You'll feel awesome knowing that you bought her exactly what she wants. Wixen Jewelers Bloomington, celebrating 30 years of making Christmas brighter. WixenJewelers.com, open every day till Christmas. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. Each of us have special dreams if money is no issue. What's your dream? Extra income each month will allow you to do what you want when you want. Freedom of time and money are powerful. Invest in you at Online Trading Academy by calling now for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Music by George Clinton and George Beverly Shea. You obviously have a wonderful economy with words. I look forward to your next syllable with great eagerness. Listen to them. Well, I'm not a big politician. Hell, I don't want to be. Why, I wouldn't be the president if the whole world voted for me. Oh, well, they say I'd have to get permission to be alone to think. Well, I'd have to have someone taste my cognac before I could take a drink. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. Oh. Good way to start the hour. Uh, welcome back to the show. First hour, of course, the uh, hour of jobs. Jobs Saturday on the King Banyan Show. But there's a lot, lot more going on than just jobs right now. And so let's get to a couple other things. Um, first of all, here, let, drop this fact into your holiday party this next month. What happened, what happened in October that had not happened in 75 years? Okay, and it's not the Red Sox winning the uh, World Series uh, because, after all, they've won it four times in the last in in the last fifteen years. They won it four times. So what the heck? Uh, after going eighty some years without it all, no, for the first time 
in October, the United States exported more oil and fuel than it imported. Isn't that amazing? Right? Increased sales of oil and gas uh, are helping to balance the tra- balance trade and close the gap, is what they say. However, last last week we also announced that in October the monthly trade deficit hit fifty five point five billion dollars. That's the highest monthly level in ten years. Now I fully expect I have not seen any tweets from the White House, but I fully expect at some point someone's going to have a have a bit of a reaction to that. That somehow it's translated into meaning we've lost. $55 billion in a month. Okay, well, that's not true. That's not what trade is. Right? Trade is I get something, I get a good and service, which I like and I pay for, that is more valuable to me and a better alternative for me than the other things that I might have done with that $55 billion. And that is, in fact, what what happened in the month we we send things out we get things in we look to export more oil we celebrate that but what does that really mean and i'm not talking about environmental issues which are a thing all to themselves i'm not even denying i'm not trying to deny that that those issues are that those issues are not are not real they are there's there's certainly there's certainly issues with with oil exploration, there are issues with fracking in that area. But what I what I mean to say is, and this is this is my my sort of weird uh, spin of this is, if we're exporting more oil than we're importing, that's create that means that we are on net sending energy out of the country. Now, why are we doing that? Particularly at a time when when the price of oil and gas is relatively low. I drove by my gas station this week and the price outside was down to 215. I drove by uh, I drove by one near to uh, the station. I wasn't quite all the way to Egan. Um, uh, and and but um, what I found was what I found was that that the price there was 30 cents higher. But still Two and, a, two and a quarter to two and a half for a gallon of gas would seem to be a good thing and a bad thing, but then we're pumping and sending away more than we were taking in. It's creating rifts in other places. OPEC lost a member. Did you see this? Qatar, um, a small Gulf Arab state, um, announced that it was leaving OPEC. And the decline in the price of oil that happened over the last week, although on Friday, on Friday the OPEC, the the remaining members of OPEC, along with cooperating countries such as Russia, announced a announced a cut of about 1.2 million barrels a day. We world world trade in oil runs about in the 85 to 90 million barrel a day range. So they're talking about a cut of 1.2 million from that number. But that's enough to cause the price of price of oil and gas to go up by by the price of oil to go up by $5. That's likely to add add something in the neighborhood of 8 to 10 cents back to that price of a gallon of gas if if that price increase sticks but prices go up prices go down it's traded in a in a commodity market it's and there's not that much there's not that much more to it than that but here's what here's what's re- really interesting about this we now produce more oil than Russia we now produce more oil than Saudi Arabia we are now the world leader in the production of oil by country. We are, we are the largest producer. Isn't that fascinating? And yes, there are people who want to take credit. I saw, the st- I saw and briefly read the story where President Obama, former President Obama, wanted to take credit for freeing up fracking for us. I I'll question that story, but that that's not the point. My point is trade moves all the time, and those things which you choose to protect in terms of trade 
at one point in time end up not being not being the places where you surely should probably should have some protection at another point in time. And this takes me to the story of Chinese trade. Okay? In in the in Chinese trade, of course, we had this agreement. We talked about this last week on the show that on Saturday night last week Apparently, the clinking of glasses between uh, President Xi and President Trump happened, and they walked out with smiles and a handshake and said, we're going to call a truce. We're going to call a truce on the amount uh, on raising tariffs any further than they are right now. And in this period of time, we're going to see if we can't de-escalate things and we can't negotiate across a broad range of a broad range of, uh, of places where we could, where we might find uh, we have some disagreements, in particular forced technology transfer, intellectual property protections, and just reducing the tariffs, in particular on things like American cars, and and American farm products, products that come from the Midwest, which is the of course the political base of President Trump, which clearly has been part of the strategy that has been used by the Chinese in terms of responding to America's uh, increase in tariffs. Those increases in tariffs, it was reported this week, added, okay, the government collected $5 billion in additional tariffs. Now, who do you think ends up paying for that? And the answer is we all do. Does the U.S. citizen pay $5 billion? No, of course not. Okay, some of that $5 billion ends up being shifted forward onto consumers in terms of higher prices for imported goods, particularly the extent that they're intermediate goods, to the extent that they are goods on, that they're goods on, on good, on inputs that American firms use. So like um, buying steel from China if you rely on Chinese steel or Chinese aluminum to build, let's say, uh, dairy tanks, those dairy tanks now go up in price. Well, guess what? Some of that will end up impacting the, the manufacturer of the dairy tanks because they will have they will have few less sales. It'll affect some of the farm, dairy farmers because they now have an increased price to replace a, a tank that they need to change in their farm. And some of that will shift back onto, of course, the Chinese producer of the steel. But much of the $5 billion that was collect- extra that was collected in October is paid by Americans and not by Chinese. I hear constantly people say, well, that $5 billion was paid by the U.S. Or no, that $5 billion, yeah, we really stuck it to China. No, no, no. It's not how markets work. Markets react. They shift costs around. Okay, one thing that I learned with at our uh, global forum here in here in um, here in Sa- at St. Cloud State uh, last month, we were talking to someone that that just buys inputs, does not does not sell into foreign markets, but is a purchaser of foreign goods. They did not pass on all of their price increase. What did they do? They actually they went to their consumers, their 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 purchasers and they said what could we do to help you uh, mitigate some of the cost of this how could we do that so he lost a little bit of profit he was able to find some efficiencies that could help reduce cost to his to his consumers i'll tell you what my guess is his consumers think of him the, the ceo of this company as being a bit of a hero he helped he helped them find a solution he made them more efficient we see uh in the recent data productivity gains uh, running at two and a half to three percent, some of that is because you're trying to reduce the amount of these more costly imported inputs that are coming into the country right now. But, but not all of it. Some of that is, in fact, being paid by U.S. consumers. So, something's happening there, and I think that's a I think that's an issue. But when we come back after the the next after the break coming up here in just a moment. Something else happened this week in China trade that was even bigger. The arrest of a CFO. A CFO in Canada who is to be extradited to the United States. 
And what problem is that going to cause for us? We'll talk about that that coming up in just a few moments. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. Did you know that 81% of Americans have at least one social media profile on sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? 30% of consumers say they may not buy from a business without social media presence. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Salem Surround can put your company in the middle of the conversation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. If my voice sounds a little funny, it's because my head's doing this and that. I love this song. Ah, wonderful. So you know what I spent time doing this week? I'm trying to figure out how to pronounce H-U-A-W-E-I. Right? It looks like who are we, but it's not. It's Huawei, and it's the name of a Chinese technology company that that is in telecommunications, and it was at the center of stories this week. Why? Because the CFO, Ming Wangzhou, uh, who is the, the CFO of, of Huawei, um, ended up getting arrested on Saturday. On Saturday. Pay attention to this. Last Saturday. She was arrested as she was trying to change planes in Canada on a, on a trip. Uh, and she gets picked up because the Canadians had received an extradition request to arrest her and send her to the United States, where she would face charges regarding the 
export of telecommunications equipment to Iran in violation of U.S. sanctions. Um, it was interesting because it means that they had to know she was coming. They had to know. I mean, this is this is spy thriller stuff, right? Couldn't you imagine? Uh, you know, when she gets pulled uh, pulled off, who's waiting for her? But maybe Jack Ryan trying to ask questions about about the the sneaky stuff that's happening between China and Iran that that she might have been part of. Now, this is kind of important in in multiple ways. First of all, the reason I mentioned Saturday is her arrest almost certainly I don't we don't know the exact time. I've not seen a report on the exact time of her arrest. But I'm almost certain that before the end of the dinner between the two presidents down in Buenos Aires uh, Miss uh, Ms. Meng had been arrested. And it's almost certain that President Xi had, in fact, been told of the arrest. Okay? Huawei is a telecommunications company with deep roots. It's about a 30-year-old company. Its owner, its its founder, uh, uh, Ren Zhengfei, uh, is actually a... Um, is actually a former member of the People's Liberation Army. He's well connected. I, I it is fair to say I heard someone make the comment. You should probably just start from the assumption that every Chinese company is under control of the government of China. I, every I'll say I'll slightly modify it. Every Chinese company with an international presence certainly has has influence is being influenced by and has influence on the Chinese government to a greater degree, to a greater degree, I think, I, I think it's fair to say greater than in the United States or in any other Western country. Okay. So the fact that he's a former PLA off uh, people's liberation army officer, I think is relevant to the story. Now I've argued for some time that tariffs were a, 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 a an awkward way, a, a very indirect way, to tr- and and I think relatively ineffective way to impact international property uh, violations and force technology transfers against uh, against companies in China. I've thought it would make more sense to just act more directly. So if you take the example with uh, the example that is used uh, concerning uh, the the murder of Jamal Khashoggi, uh, the Saudi Arabian uh, who became a uh, an opinion columnist for the Washington Post, who was killed uh, in the Saudi embassy in in Istanbul, or, no, Syria, in Ankara. Um, Okay, we have applied something called the Magnitsky Act to basically limit the ability of 17 Saudi nationals who are believed to be attached to or implicated in the murder of Khashoggi uh, from doing international business. This Magnitsky Act, of course, comes from from something applied after the death of a a Russian by that name. Uh, I don't have time for that story. This is of a piece with that kind of sanction. And when people say, well, what would you do instead if you're, you know, they're stealing our stuff, what would you do? My answer is this. My answer is you find the people that are, that are actually violating the, the, this and you go after them and you go ahead and, and arrest them. The markets this week melted down over the news of this woman's arrest. I remind you, she was arrested on Saturday. It did not become big news until Wednesday. So for five days, she had been apprehended. And if you want to understand why it took took the Chinese some days to actually uh, say that what had happened in Argentina actually had happened, that they were negotiating all these things... I actually believe, okay, and this is not conspiracy act on the stock market where all of a sudden, you know, we had Mr. We had uh, President Trump saying he's a tariff man. Uh, we had the, the distance between that and the Chinese saying, yes, we are in fact negotiating. 
I think this is the intervening story that's in place. It's the, it's the fact that, that you've gotten their attention by saying, no, we are serious about this. And we are going to make sanctions against individuals who are of power within your country. When they travel, they will be subject to arrest if they violate our sanctions. This is a big deal. And it is a more effective way of dealing with China-U.S. trade, to my mind, than charging, charging an extra $5 billion of, of tariffs, which are, are taxes that get distributed between Chinese suppliers, U.S. producers, and U.S. consumers. Okay, that, that is, that is what's, at, that's what's at stake here. Rather than making U.S. consumers and U.S. producers lose some fraction of the $5 billion, go after the people that are actually doing it and, and, go, and go get them instead. That makes far more sense. Okay, so when President Trump announces on Twitter, hey, after all, I am a tariff man, I actually don't think, I don't think he knows what his own government's policy is. He's actually... They've actually done something that I think will end up being more effective in this particular case. Just to, just to show you that it's perhaps getting more attention, on, on Friday of this week, uh, top executive, not only has this change happened uh, with the, the arrest of, of uh, Ms. Meng, but also... The UK came out and, and, and negotiated a deal to get Huawei to back off its imposition of 5G telecoms technology in the UK without having a, a way for monitoring by the, by the United Kingdom. So that's another thing that's helping with this negotiation. Okay. We'll be back after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. This is Lon Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. The 2018 midterm elections were notable not so much for the so-called blue wave that washed over the House of Representatives, but instead for the way in which the results demonstrated how politically polarized we are becoming as a country. Liberal areas in the Northeast and on the West Coast supported Democrats more strongly, and states where President Trump did well in 2016, like Indiana and Missouri, voted more Republican. That's why the next Congress will give us divided government. At a time when we mourn the loss of former President George H.W. Bush, we also reflect on the ways in which principles like compromise, bipartisanship, and collegiality have seemingly disappeared from our modern politics. It's too bad, because while we have political disagreements with others, we should always remember that first and foremost, ahead of the partisan labels or political beliefs, we are Americans first. I'm Lon He Chen. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. Have you ever considered how important a good night's sleep is to your overall health? Hi, it's Lee Michaels here for Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. Have you ever heard the phrase, sleep well, live well? Well, besides all the wonderful health benefits and affordable pricing my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds offer, they would like you to call 763-325-5253 and enter the November sweepstakes for your opportunity to win your own Carbon Cool Adjustable Bed, valued at $1,600 and without any obligation or purchase required. Enter your name and address. They'll send you an information packet that will help you understand the many health and lifestyle benefits you can truly enjoy with your own Carbon Cool Adjustable Bed. Five different models, as well as many pricing options to meet your needs. Call my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. They'll answer all your questions. 763-325-5253, 763-325-5253, and ask about their senior discounts, too. 
You stopped solving your own problems years ago. Now you have a staff to do that for you. But it won't help you with your biggest dilemma, her Christmas gift. Well, do what you do best. Surround yourself with good people. The professionals at Wixen Jewelers. Wixen's already knows what she wants. It's diamonds or a fine watch. Wixen's will make it so easy for you. No mall crowds. Easy in, easy out. Problem solved. Why would you go anywhere else? Wixen Jewelers Bloomington. Celebrating 30 years of making Christmas bright. Wixenjewelers.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Well, I I do too. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, welcome welcome back. We've been talking about trade and what's happening with China right now. And I, again, I sense that what happened in Argentina, we're only hearing the surface of it. The markets have been reacting up and down to whether or not it looks like the trade war is on, the trade war is off. But behind the scenes, there's some other stuff happening. And, and this this article in the Friday Financial Times of London had really caught my attention. Um, the title of the article is, hang on a moment, um, i got to scroll back up, uh, Spy Thriller Echoes in Huawei Power Struggle. Um, so there was the arrest, as we were talking about, of, of, of Ms. Meng, the CFO in Canada, that I believe actually happened before uh, Presidents Trump and Xi sat down on on Saturday night in Buenos Aires, came out, shook, shook hands, had, a, had, had your basic grip and grin, uh, and said, hey, everything, everything's great, we're going to do a 90-day cooling off period, okay? I'm... I'm in the will see camp on that. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. The arrest doesn't get announced till Wednesday, and then this piece, uh, which is actually an opinion column written by uh, uh, James King, who's in, uh, who's at the Financial Times, uh, also, also uh, comes comes forward at this time. All members of the five eyes, okay, uh, this is the UK, Canada, Australia, and the United States, and New Zealand, um, are alarmed about the presence of companies like Huawei in 5G telecommunications. Now, what's 5G going to do? Okay, for those of you that are into the Internet of Things, this is how Internet of Things will happen. It won't be necessarily over over that uh, wonderful internet uh, 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 Wi-Fi system that you put into your home. I just had to change mine last week. I'd been using the same one for about 10 to 12 years, and it had increasingly gotten gotten sketchy, and, cover, and coverage within the house got bad. Put the new one in, and it's like, oh, my heavens. Imagine if you could do that without actually having to be in control of a router and a... And 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 a mode and a modem and all that stuff. Imagine if it just happened, you know, really in a, in a Wi-Fi world where where it was absolutely everywhere at one one time. That's what five G technology is supposed to do. And th- and so if you're into the Internet of Things, five G would make it much simpler for your microwave and coffee maker television. Uh, uh, washer dryer, all the electric electrical equipment in your in your home to talk to each other. I was talk I was visiting with somebody uh, at a hotel in the uh, Twin Cities Thursday night, and popped out my popped out my phone, um, popped out my phone and and hit a button. They said they looked at me like, "Are you leaving?" I said, "Yeah, I was just I was starting the car." And the person the person who's about my age, says says, you can start your car with your phone. Yeah, of course, right. But it only. But when I went out to the car, it didn't work because the hotel's Wi-Fi was so sketchy. It was brand new, uh, and so so I, it turns out it turned out that we are going that that it didn't work that time. But we're used to the fact that it works always. Now imagine if. A company that was controlled by a a foreign power, 
who you believe potentially could be hostile to your uh, hostile to your um, uh, uh, nation was to be in control of that of that network on which you're t- you're you know you might say well what do I care if my toaster and my refrigerator's activities are known by the Chinese well you might care a lot particularly if it turns out that there was a way that in the process of building it there was like a little camera that might keep track of when you put your glass underneath the uh, spigot to get the ice water from your refrigerator or if um, something was watching you as you press the buttons on the microwave or something suppose that was to happen would you really want them to know that so so at a variety of events this week almost almost uh, a variety of events okay uh, a speech at a dinner dedicated to national security in in Australia or the Economics Club of Canada or uh, St. Andrews University in Scotland. Three, three people connected with three different intelligence services of the, of the Five Eyes group came out and said about the same thing. Quoting from Mr. King's uh, op-ed, 5G telecoms will be so critical to the way people live their lives that networks should be operated only by firms that are trusted. Huawei increasingly falls outside that definition. The U.S. and Australia have banned the Chinese company. New Zealand has limits on limited its access. And BT, the U.K. telecoms provider, is planning to exclude it from bidding for contracts to supply the core 5G network. Canada has yet to announce its stance, while Germany, according to official sources, is considering limiting the company. Okay, so, so it is a big deal that Huawei might not only be looking on behalf of the Chinese, but then turns out to be selling telecoms, you know, prohibited telecoms technology to Iran. I mean, that is, that, that's a big deal. Okay. Um, there is, there is deep animosity about Chinese espionage. And therefore what you are seeing in this story is is not just a concern about the size of tariffs okay so i had someone correspond with me during this last week he's like i you know i'm not sure i care as much about the ip stuff i really i really care much much more about about the fact that i feel like trade's really unfair and we're not we're not taking care of our citizens who work in work in uh places like um places places like a, a factory somewhere in the midwest or who work on a farm or we're not worried about blue collar america well i agree with that i often ask people when they when when they buy things I, in fact i was reminded of this in a conversation i heard on my favorite my favorite podcast that is not broadcast by salem and that of course is econ talk as many of you know the great the great podcast by uh, russ roberts um, he had a woman on who's a skeptic of capitalism, and they were talking. and 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 Russ said, Russ Roberts said something that I actually agree with. I concern myself about about uh, places that might be might be crushed by the internet and trade. Okay, I live in a community which has has been for many many years a retail center, and this retail center has decrease the number the share of people working in retail in the st cloud community has fallen by about a third from 18 percent to 12 percent over the last 15 years and i would argue that a fair amount of that is in fact due to internet competition the sears is closed the toys r us is gone circuit city goodbye um best buy has managed to hang on we, and we have we already have a couple Sam's Clubs. We have two WalMarts and a Sam's Club, and we're about to get a Costco. But you see the trucks all the time. What concerns me? What what concerned him and concerns me too? I love going to bookstores and actually physically touching books. I remember when there was a Barnes and Noble that moved into. A place I used to live, not here in central Minnesota. There's one here too now, but the one that moved into central Min- moved into s- one that moved into south- Southern California near me 
which was like for for folks that live in the Twin Cities. Remember, remember going to Schindler's. I remember the first time I walked into a Schindler's and my mouth was agape. Look at all these magazines. Who published these? What's inside these? Now I can get them all online, and it's fantastic. And I and and many of them are free. Are giving me free information. That's terrific. But this is the most important part of it. I wonder about how it is that I might choose to go to a go to a bookstore, look at books, decide which ones I want to buy, then walk out to my car and use my phone, okay, on maybe a 5G technology to go to the Amazon site and order it and have a and have it delivered to my house the next day. What happens to that bookstore? And so there's part of me that does say, you know, I ought to probably buy my books, buy some of my books. I'm not going to buy all of my books, but I probably should buy some of my books from here so that I can make sure they continue to exist. I feel the same way about the hardware store. I feel the same I feel the same way about about restaurants. I don't eat at many of the chains. But if you're a local provider trying to do something different and trying to do something like farm to table, I probably spend an extra 5 bucks a plate eating at your restaurant, but I want to support you anyways because I want that I want that option being there. That's, that's just something that I do. Um there is something about trade that isn't just dollars and cents, and I and I, and so I grasp what this this man who was text was was uh, actually we we're I think we we're communicating through Twitter. I can't remember because we communicate on multiple platforms. Um, I I am concerned about about how this how trade impacts how trade is impacting us, but this is a different cat. This isn't trade. This is actually security that we are talking about. And when we can actually get that get that story right, when we actually when we actually figure out um, how to react to China in, in terms of in terms of things like telecoms and like other technologies, this is going to be tremendously important to us. Tremendously important, and we will and we will want to uh, pay pay more attention to that. So keep your eyes open. Not just for the talk during the 90 days about what's getting imported and what's getting exported and what's going to happen to the balance of trade. I'm not, I'm not as concerned about that. What really con- this story, this story really, really does concern me. I'll be back after this. Uh, no, I actually, I got a few more seconds. Let me tell you what I'm going to talk about. Brexit continues uh, at the time. Of course, if, if you've been listening, you know that we're taping this. Uh, at the time I was recording this, we know that uh, we know that uh, Theresa May was still in office. I don't know if she'll be office on Mon- be in office on Monday morning. Uh, there's really no way to know know that at this point. Brexit's going sideways, and we'll touch base with them before we we end today's edition of the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, Call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. And just for being a loyal listener, I'll waive your first initial cleaning fee. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. 
No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services, so your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at wnav-video.com. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at America. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard Welcome back to King Banging Show, Business 1440. Thank you for listening. Of course, this, this portion pre-recorded, so I don't give you the phone number because there's nobody to call at this point. I'm not here, but we're not sure if Teresa May is still here, uh, given when we, when we had to do this. Of course, we're doing this because of North Dakota football. North Dakota State football, we should say. Okay, go bison. Or do you say bison or bison? I've heard people say the latter, and I never have pronounced the word that way. Uh, it's just curious to me. Anyway, right now, the on current plan, on current plan, uh, the there was supposed to be a vote next week on whether or not to whether or not to accept the. Theresa May, Michelle Barnier deal with the EU on uh, a tr- on a policies or relationships between the EU and the UK after Brexit on March 29th of next year. So um, there are, there's a desire of 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 some of them to say Ms. May, go back to the EU and tell them we're not going to accept this deal. You have to go get a get us a different deal, a better deal. It is not clear to me that she can do that. Certainly the EU, which, as we have analyzed over the last few weeks, has to simply think this is the best deal they could get. And they have no interest, no interest in giving her a better deal. Has to now think through the possibility of what comes afterward. And so it's worth thinking thinking that through. But first, a couple pieces. The vote is scheduled for December 11th, this coming Tuesday. Um, uh, and uh, the ca- uh, cabinet minister uh, for May's government says, Downing Street have been very clear that they are not going to delay the vote. I think we should win the vote. And don't prejudge it. Um, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the four, my forecast for that in just a moment. But there are people who are saying it would be better it would be better for you to delay the vote because if you don't, you're going to lose. And that most likely means the end of the government. It doesn't have to. She lost votes last week. One of them actually found that the the conservative government was in contempt of Parliament, Parliament which it controls. Right? Why did it, why was it in contempt? It was in contempt because the the legal advice that Ms. May had received about the impact of the Irish backstop. Remember, the Irish backstop is that is that the entirety of the UK would remain 
in a customs union with the EU, meaning that there would be a, a, a harmonizing of trade rules between the EU and the UK to allow the free movement of goods and services across the border between the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland, which is, of course, part of the UK, that that the UK would not be in control of being able to exit that backstop. Ms. May had not shared that with her partners in the in the DUP, the Dublin, the, the, the Democratic Ulster Party, which is the Northern Irish Party on which she's in coal, not really in coalition, but depends on their votes in order to govern. She basically, you, you can decide whether, this, whether that's a lie or not, but she certainly withheld information. And for that, she was, she was roundly excoriated in Parliament. The vote was cast against her government, to, and, and she has been compelled to release that information, which is very damning and which makes the DUP now, now almost uh, um, perfectly aligned in opposing the the May Barnier deal. So here's what has this here's what here's the calculus that has to happen. Ms. May has to Prime Minister May has to rely on some members of the opposition, particularly in Labour, to vote for this deal in order to in order to pass it. Because her partner who has supplied votes for her in many places, will not supply votes for this deal. Why would Labor do that? Why would Labor choose to, not ex- to, to vote for this deal rather than embarrass the, the May government further, perhaps ending up with, ending up with uh, the, the government falling? Well, I think the answer is twofold. First of all, as far as the pro-Remain labor members are concerned, this is probably as good a deal as they would get, and they're going to get about 80% of what they would want without having, without having their fingerprints on it. Even if they vote for it, this will always be the Tories' Brexit. And if the Tories, if this, is, if this passes... In the next election, whatever the consequences of this of this bill are, labor will not be blamed for it. Therefore, you might give her enough votes to get it over the edge and then gently push her out on the on the ice floe out to sea to starve to death, you know, in the next in the next election, whenever that should happen. Okay, it'd be a little devious. But it's, it makes perfect sense for them to do that. The other reason Labor might give her enough votes and why I think it's possible for this still to pass, despite what I hear from many people here on this side, is that Labor would then be going into the next election. Suppose it fails. And suppose then you get, you get the 48 letters submitted to the 1922 committee, which is the committee within the, the Conservative Party, the 48 letters of no confidence would be sufficient to provoke the caucus, the conservative caucus in Parliament, to vote on whether or not she can remain as the leader of the party. She would most likely lose that, and she would therefore most likely give way to somebody else. It is not for nothing that all of a sudden Boris Johnson, who had been hugely in the leave in the leave uh, camp during the 2016 Brexit campaign, and Andrea Lebsom, Lebsom, excuse me, who is also also hard into that camp, have been more visible and more vocal in the last week. They are priming themselves for the possibility that there will be a no confidence vote and an elect for a new leader of of the Tories, and they're now saying they would like to lead it after pushing her aside. They want to be in position to do that. Uh, there are a number of levers who are put, pushing themselves into that position. Here's the, here's the question for labor. Suppose they manage to get a quick election. You currently have Jeremy Corbyn, who, who honest to goodness, is, he would make Bernie Sanders look like a capitalist. The 
question has to be if you're a labor backbencher who is pro who is pro remain and you've got the possibility of getting 8% of your deal what is the chances that you might end up choosing to vote against it go to a quick election next year with a leader that that you might see as being flawed and perhaps lose your seat that is a real possibility therefore I still think it is quite possible that this Brexit deal will pass on Tuesday with significant contributions from labor. I think that still means Theresa May will will face a will face a uh, no confidence vote. Will end up will end up getting the forty eight letters. I think that's happening regardless, but it's not going to happen until after Tuesday. I think she stays in place for another week but i don't i think a month from now we'll be talking about a new leader and potentially a new prime minister in there they won't have the election that fast but the conservatives the conservatives could could figure out a way to get the dup to come back to them but i think that would require them to actually reject this bill rather than reject this deal rather than pass it but it could pass and if it passes i think what happens right after that is is a new election with a new leader in both sides okay because because the only way labor wants to go back to the people is not with Jeremy Corbyn they want to go with somebody else okay because Jeremy Corbyn won't have a platform at that point that's going to be the real the real issue so Tuesday's the big deal we will be sure to have somebody here with you next week to uh, to talk about the about the fallout okay Will they kick the can for a week? Yeah, possibly, but I doubt it. I think they they know the clock is running and that they need to finish. And that music means the clock's running on me, and it's time for me to finish as well. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, John. Thank you for listening today on a job Saturday. We'll be back here next week with another live edition of the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. Hi, this is Tom Barrett, President of Lean Partners. We are fortunate to be celebrating 15 years of helping Minnesota companies dramatically improve their business performance. So we'd like to recognize a few of our awesome client partners by having them share their story. I'm Mike Kennison, Vice President of Manufacturing at Protolabs. Our core values of achievement, trust, and teamwork are centered around our key stakeholder, our employees. We realize that in order to create the most value for our customers and shareholders, we need to first and foremost invest in our employees. In three years, Lean Partners has helped us create and implement a leadership training program that is relevant and scalable across a broad set of our employees. The Lean Partners leadership training program has made a significant impact on Protolab's continuous improvement efforts for both processes and systems, as well as talent development. Thanks, Mike. Are you interested in a customized plan to dramatically improve your business performance? Visit MyLeanPartners.com. That's MyLeanPartners.com. There are lots of ways to stay comfortable in the winter months. Warm socks, hot cocoa, and a new energy-efficient furnace from Standard Heating. Right now, during Standard's Winter Comfort Sale, you can save up to $2,090 on a new 96% energy-efficient furnace. Not only will you save up to $2,090, you'll also save on your energy bills. 
and not have to worry about an old furnace. That's a whole lot of comfort and a whole lot of savings. You can also take comfort in Standard's Nate Certified Technicians, who've earned the thanks of over 475,000 happy customers. And with their ironclad guarantee, you know they'll always stand by their work. Learn more about saving up to $2,090 during Standard's Winter Comfort Sale and other great deals on a variety of furnaces and boilers today. Just go to standardheating.com patriot. Don't wait. These offers end November 30th. Standard heating and air conditioning. Comfort you deserve. Your home for up-to-the-minute market updates. This is Business 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. A service of Salem. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.